All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with you, sir, with with me, Alfie, <laughs> and Ollie. With, with yourself. With, with myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's good, Ollie? How you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Definitely better after last night. Yes. Yeah. A lovely little, lovely little win, but we'll, we will get onto that, I'm sure, soon. But uh, but yeah, it's been a good weekend and a bit of football, basically. Yeah. It's been very interesting, obviously. Can't uh, complain. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you guys are playing Wolves tonight, aren't you? So yeah. Hopefully that'll be another win for you guys. Fingers crossed, yeah. The table. What will that do? That'll, um... It's just spicing oh, up a bit, we'll go fifth. Yeah, you'll go fifth one point behind United with two games in hand still. Yeah. But what are those games in hand? One's Tottenham. Um, yeah, one of them's a Tottenham game. Um, let see if I can find them. Uh, Liverpool. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not yeah. exactly easy games in hand. Easier said than done, but you never know could happen. Well, we might as well start with you guys. Uh, beating Brentford 2-1. Yeah. A great result, obviously. Um, it was 2-1, but obviously they scored like literally the dying embers of the game. Yeah, 93rd minute. Too much of So with Emil Smith-Rowe and Kaiu Saka picking up the goals, it was a... Uh, what would you say the performance was like overall, eh? Um, I'm pretty happy with it to be honest. Um, we probably could have scored maybe one or two more. We got quite a lot of chances. Um, we had 24 shots, eight of them on target. Obviously, only two of them went in. So, I think we probably could have maybe converted a bit more. But I'm not gonna. I'm not too unhappy with it really. I think we we dominated the game throughout the majority. Um, unlucky to not keep a clean sheet. That would have been nice. But like I say, it was literally dying embers of the game. They got a goal. And, didn't change the result really, so um, yeah, can't really complain. Um, happy with it. Obviously, Smith Rowe doing bits um, for us again. Saka again, <laughs> still doing bits. It's, there are two top goal scorers, I think, at the moment. Uh, yeah. Smith Rowe is our, is our top goal scorer, so um, happy with both of them, really. Um, two young talents that are still got a long way to go, but they're obviously proving their worth at the moment and solidifying their, their spots um, in, in the club. and Hopefully we'll uh, keep them for a long time. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it'll be. Quite, I was listening, was seeing some stuff earlier about uh, the likes of if you can't, if you don't get Champions League football, will the likes of Saka and Martinelli move on? Um, which would be quite interesting. I don't think so because I do think you will get Champions League football this year. Yeah, um, I, I think we will get well, some sort of European football. I'm not 100 percent sure Champions League just yet, but yeah. um, we'll obviously see. I'd like to say Champions League, but. Who knows, really? Um, but I'd like, yeah, minimum Europa League. I think we we can take this year. Um, I'd be, yeah, happy with that. Yeah, I saw some stuff online that Lacazette was quite maddening in this game. Um, okay. Yeah, that he was. Uh, he, he obviously played quite a nice pass through for Smith Rowe, but it was just stuff like um, passing when he should shoot and shooting when he should pass, like you know these kind of simple things, and obviously not really being a striker. If yeah. we're gonna, well, that's the thing. Arteta's been coming out over the last couple of days and saying that Smith Rowe can play up top on, on his own, <laughs> and he's happy to play him there. Um, but obviously, Martinelli wasn't here for this game. Um, he had his, his one game ban. Lucky it was uh, two yellow cards within the space of a second, as opposed to just one straight red. But um, so he wasn't here for that game. But still, um, maybe he can slot and take his place. If not, I've now heard uh, rumours on, on the grapevine that um, we're interested in Zhao Felix. Um, which I wouldn't be too upset with, but I know, obviously, Atletico are just going to want an arm and a leg just to try and recoup some of the money that they've uh, obviously spent on him. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't want us to spend too much uh, on getting him, but Atletico are probably going to obviously be like, 100 mil minimum. (laughs) Yeah, well, with what he's done in the 2021 season, 2021-22 season, 17 matches, three goals, three assists. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's not, uh, not the brightest. Last year he was a bit better, but um, I think also last year they didn't have um, Griezmann. So um, obviously, you know, Griezmann's come back in. Maybe he's getting uh, getting less um, time and stuff. But yeah, looking forward to the game tonight. Though should be good. Yeah, should be good. What do you make of the game tonight? What do you think? Um, like we were discussing earlier in the um, 
group chat, I think Tommy Assi might be back. He's fully fit again now. Um, so it depends on whether Arteta wants to keep with the squad that he's um, played against Brentford. Um, Cedric played quite well, though, no? Uh, yeah, he did. But then again, it's Brentford. Um, so who knows, really? Um, very good. He's, he's very on and off, Cedric, I think. He's not very consistent. One game he can be quite good, and the next he's just dreadful. I think Tommy Asu this season anyway has been um, a lot more consistent and he sort of helps solidify that back line a bit more um, obviously between Tierney and Tavares on the other side it's kind of been I think they're sort of fairly on, on a level at the moment um, but I think at the moment Tommy Asu is probably better than, um, than Suarez but well, Cedric Suarez but um, yeah who knows just to see what sort of lineup we play um, I'm feeling fairly confident really um, who knows? You should get the line up before the end of the podcast, which would be good. Yeah, yeah, it should yeah, be in the next sort of thirty-five minutes-ish towards the end. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, uh, it should be all good. I think I think you guys will win tonight. I think you seem to have Wolves' number at the moment. Is that? Yeah, is that the Emirates? Um, yeah. I think it'd be a card one though, because you know Wolves are a very feisty team. Yeah, fifty-eight percent uh, win probability, twenty-five um, yeah. percent draw, seventeen percent Wolves win. So, Ooh, it's interesting. Wolves will jump up into fifth if they get the win as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, both teams will be up for it for sure. Um, for sure. But, yeah. No, but it'll be a good game, really. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what happens with it, really. Um, I think things are. Uh, we're sort of plateauing, I think, at the moment um, for Arsenal. I think we've had high points in this season we've had also had low yeah. points I think we kind of just hit a fairly consistent sort of level at the moment um, we're not doing amazingly but we're also not doing terribly by any means we're getting the results that we need uh, we're not having those yeah as I say those big jumps between being terrible one game but and then being really good the next I think we're yeah. managing to solidify our, our place um, where we are in the league and consistently play at a, a decent level of football yeah, I think so. You're definitely vastly improved on last season and the season before, to be fair. Sure. So that's always good. And then, yeah, with, you can just add a striker into the mix. That'd be quite handy come summertime. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe is it, if it is a Dominic Calvert-Lewin or, like you said, um, who was it that you were saying? Jao Felix. Jao Felix. Hopefully, I'd rather not Jao Felix. If yeah. I was an I'd rather um, Calvert-Lewin. He's got Premier yeah. League experience and we won't have to pay as much as um, Jao Felix. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, man. Jao Felix is not getting it done in the La Liga, so there's no evidence that he'll get it done in the Premier League. No, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't be too thrilled at that. It's a name, it's a typical Arsenal signing. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Of a name rather than the actual talent on the pitch. Definitely. But we'll see. Hopefully they've changed their stripes, and but you never know. Um, I guess North London, well, depending on what happens to North, tonight, North London's had a bit of an up-and-down week. Tottenham obviously had an amazing game against Man City, yeah. beating them 3-2 um, in the dying end it was a 95th minute score in the winner after a 92nd minute equaliser penalty from Mares, and then going to Turf Moor last night and losing 1-0 to Burnley uh, <laughs> with Conte now seemingly gone from saying after the City game is one of the best teams he's ever coached to now saying that it's the players basically, and yeah, he like, I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, basically, he doesn't want to be there. He's going to be discussing his future with the club going forward. Like, I don't. It's just Spurs <laughs> being Spurs. Yeah, yeah like, I know. Like... It's not a Spurs thing going. Oh, I mean, he is right though. It is like the coaching changes every year, every fucking like couple of years or whatever. Yeah, and the players stay the same. Yeah, exactly. And they expect to win and expect to get better when they've got absolute dross in their team. Like. Looking at the starting lineup for the, uh, I mean they're pretty much the same. They're literally the same starting lineups for both games, apart from was it did Lucas Moura start in that game or not? Uh, no, it's the same starting teams for both. Um, you know you got you still have uh, Hugo Lloris, Ben Davis, Eric Dyer, Brian Sessegnon. And like them lots, and like Hoiberg is not particularly great. I mean, like, I just don't get how you move forward with a team like that when you've got nothing really to bring on. Like the the players that they are, they brought on to have an impact in the game are Harry Winks, Bergwijn, and Lucas Moura. Yeah, they're not really impact players. Not really, not really. Kulusevski looks decent, and yeah. and I have to say Bent uh, Bentacur looks decent as well from the two they brought in from 
Juventus, but yeah. they've done absolutely not. They've done really nothing. Like Kuliszewski obviously put in the uh, an effort against City, mm. but if you're Tottenham, where where do you really go from here? If you sack, you know, you're eighth in the league, thirty nine points. You're looking for more further and further away from top four, and more looking down the table now, or just sort of plateauing in that like eighth position. You know, they've only won one in their last five, and they've lost four of those otherwise. Um, where'd you go if you're Tottenham now? You can't, surely you can't sack Conte or let him. Yeah, exactly. Leave. I think they need to do everything they can to keep Conte, I think, because he's a good enough manager. But I think it's just whether he wants to stay and whether he's going to be given the, the financial side of things to be able to sort of make the moves that he wants to in summer. I think it will be, summer will be quite a big um, point for, for Tottenham, I think, if they. If they're given the money that he wants, um, they could do quite well. Um, obviously, they're a more attractive club with Conte there for sure. And I think they do need a big overhaul for some of these players, like you mentioned. I think they get rid of Harry Winks. I don't know why he's there. Like it's just some of these. Like, they need to do what Arsenal have sort of been doing over the last couple of years and just start getting rid of some of this dead wood. Get rid of it and just bring in some new, more exciting players, some younger players and. Like maybe promote some people from their academy or something, like anything. Because they're not even getting played though. They got yeah, on exactly. the bench. They're not even getting on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They need to get let, let some of these youngsters get on the uh, get some minutes as well. And I think that's why you never really hear anything about Tottenham youngsters. Like, no, no not since Harry Kane. Harry Kane wasn't even a Tottenham youngster, was he? He came from. Um, uh, he was at Leicester, and he used uh, to we... he used to play at Arsenal before, <laughs> like when he was younger as well. Yeah, that's true. Actually, was he at Leicester Academy though? I don't know. If I'm he not was, sure if he was, he was Leicester alone, Academy. I'm not sure, but um, either way, Harry Winks. No, maybe. youth career. He was at um, he was at you guys, and then he was at Tottenham. Yeah, fair um, enough. Loaned to Leighton Orient, Millwall, Norwich, and Leicester before going on permanently at Tottenham. Yeah, but, but that's what I mean. Like, and even he's he's not old now, but he's not he's not not certainly young anymore. Is in his sort of his late twenties now. So. Um, um, He's what, 28, 29? He is. Uh, yeah, he's 28, so yeah. into the prime of his career, surely. Yeah, exactly. Which should be. Yeah, they need to be bringing in some 19, 20 year olds to <laughs> sort of, yeah, use things up a little bit, make things a little bit more exciting. But um, you don't really hear that much about the Tottenham sort of youth academy, to be honest. Um, there's not that many. Did Oliver Skip come through the youth academy? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he's like the the latest person I think to have been sort of given some sort of game time. But even he's not. He's, he's all right. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not. Like, he's not world breaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think they just need a bit, bit of an overhaul of some of this dead weight that they've got. Um, get rid of it and see what Conte can do in the summer, really. But it's just whether Conte makes it to the summer or whether he wants to go or not. And then, like to be fair, like talking about like the overhaul, like they do need an overhaul, but it's difficult, right? So out of the out of the starting team that played against Burnley, the only ones I'd be really genuinely interested in keeping is Romero, Bentoncourt, Son, Kane, and Kulusevski. So that's then you've got to replace Sessegnon, Hoiberg, Emerson, Ben Davis, Eric Dyer, and Hugo Lloris. And then on yeah. the bench, like I'm sorry, I'm not having any of these boys. Doherty's got to go. Regulon's probably got to go. Sanchez has definitely got to go. Winks has got to go. Rodon's got to go. Bergeron's got to go. Moore has got to go. And then you've got Brandon Austin and Dane Scarlett make up the last two positions on the bench. Yeah, evidently some young kids. Yeah, um, an absolute squad overhaul. And uh, when does it get to the point where you start stop looking at the players and stop looking at the managers and you start looking at the men upstairs like Daniel Levy, who's evidently not doing the job that he's supposed to be. Yeah, that Brandon Austin's a goalkeeper as well. But even doesn't even play outfield. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Um, and God knows what he'd be like putting him, sticking him in the goal in the Premier League game. Yeah, I say he's 23 years old, so he's not exactly uh, got much experience. But then again, you see play, um, keepers like Ramsdale, who's 23, I think, who's obviously bossing it at the moment. But yeah, I, I think they've needed to get rid of Loris for a little while now. Really, he's been past it the last couple of seasons. He's not. He'd be maybe. Oh. Three or four years ago, he was still sort of doing quite well, but he just hasn't been the same player for a while now. Um, and I think yeah, the they last, just need to get rid. Yeah, the last season I remember him being really good when they won the world, when France won the World Cup in 2018. That's like four years ago now. Yeah, so we've got to stop using that. Oh, he's a World Cup winner because that was four years ago now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. So I don't know. I just think for Tottenham, like they've got 
Who they got next? They got Leeds away next. You would think that they'll get a win in that, but you just never well, yeah, know. Yeah, right? you would have thought that they would have. Obviously, well, we predicted that they were going to lose to City four or five nil, and then absolutely spank um, Burnley. But they beat City and they lost to Burnley. So I don't know <laughs> they're a weird team at the moment, Tottenham. They're a bit unpredictable. What do you think for that Leeds game? Um, the way at Leeds, obviously Leeds are still without the likes of Bamford and Calvin Phillips, and that is a yeah, tough one. They've just, just been absolutely spanked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, yeah, they were just ran over um, by um, Liverpool. So I don't know that they could use that as a bit of momentum and want to obviously get something back. But who knows, really? I think Tottenham will probably win it, but maybe not hugely convincingly. No, I can't imagine that they'll put they'll do an absolute job. But you never know, they could absolutely destroy them. This is Tottenham we're talking about. Yeah. Um there just seems to be such a volatile club going either direction at the moment. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I think they're out I think they're firmly out of the top four race now. I just don't see how they're gonna you know, dropping points in well, the that's game the like thing. That. They're only three points behind us. And like they've got well after tonight they'll um, they'll be on level uh, level games, but Still, it's like I just can't see. Like you say, I can't see them really getting back in. Like no. you can't be afford. You can't afford to drop points against Burnley. But then again, they probably weren't expected to get any points against Tottenham. So it's a bit like you gain points one place and you lose them in the other. So um, you would have thought they would have needed to capitalise on that Burnley game and get the extra couple of points because they would have been level on points of us right now. Um, and uh, they're on a minus goal difference as well. Bloody hell. Yeah, Tottenham have never had the best goal difference though. To be fair, like yeah. we're on yeah, ten. No. Go on, boys. Nice one. Yeah, I mean we've got the same goal difference as uh, Tottenham, but um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens with them. Um, Burnley did really well to uh, to get the win. They look they look really good. Um, they've sort of bounced back. What they now two wins in there? Yeah, two out of two in their last uh, game, picking up wins against. Uh, where am I looking? Um, Brighton they beat Brighton 3-0 Brighton 3-0 which is a crazy great result that's for them. a really good result yeah yeah away at Brighton Veghorst uh, Brownhill and Aaron Lennon score an absolute belter um, yeah. and then obviously yeah picking up the win against uh, Tottenham with a Ben Mee header um, did I even yeah, found I mean, out earlier today that slightly off topic but Ben Mee does drag does he? yeah <laughs> apparently fair so play. fair play to him yeah I had no I idea know that yeah, neither. Did you I didn't know there was a big drag scene in Burnley. Yeah, apparently so. Then me yeah, at the right. forefront. In the farmer's land, there's, uh, <laughs> there's doing all the, uh, the drag. Fair play to him, fair play. Yeah. But um, do you think you could, obviously looking at the bottom three now, um, I think it's pretty nailed on Norwich and Watford are down. Yeah. On the 17 sure. and 18 points. And then you've got Burnley, Newcastle, Burnley on 20 and 18, Newcastle with 22, Everton with 22 and Leeds with 23. And we can't really discount Brentford in 14 for 24, no. who are in awful form at the moment. Really um, one win in their last 10. Um, Everton are actually so close to the relegation zone, it's unbelievable. I'd love Everton to get relegated. But they could genuinely could. I don't really think, I don't think Newcastle will. No, Newcastle, they're unbeaten, they're unbeaten in the last five. Yeah. They're doing really think, well now, but... It's... I don't think Newcastle will get, will get relegated. I'd yeah. love it. Don't get me wrong. But I also don't particularly think Burnley will get relegated with their current with the way they're currently playing either. Yeah, I'd like I'm to see I'm more looking up at like the the relegation battle right now being between Everton, Leeds, and Bradford. Mm, for sure. Well, the, the, only one of them has won a game in the last five, which was Everton. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, they've lost the, the other four that they've played. So they've looked shocking under Lampard. Like apart from like their what was it? They beat. Who they beat in? They beat Brentford in the FA Cup, right? I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, then they beat Leeds three 0 Lost to. Um, who did they just lose to? Uh, Southampton three and they yeah. got they got beat as well. I don't know, man. I, they, I mean, Lampard's come out and said when we get when we go a goal down or whatever, their heads just drop and there's nothing about the team basically to like get behind and, and, and revive so it could be a really dangerous spot I would love to see Everton get relegated I think that'd be hilarious so would I um, Leeds as well would be quite funny yeah I'm not as bothered about Leeds um, I'd, I'd prefer Leeds to stay up I would 
love everything to get eradicated just so we can take um, Cavalier on dirt cheap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. Richarlison would 100% leave as well. Oh, yeah, they'd lose so many players. They'd keep the likes of Pickford in that, I reckon, because who, who really wants to buy Pickford right now? Yeah, that's oh, true. He might go abroad, actually. Yeah, maybe. He could uh, do um, what um, Joe Hart did and uh, go abroad for um, a couple of years, go to Italy for a little while. 100%. Yeah, I can see, see him in La Liga. Yeah. Who have they got next? So, obviously, Burnley have got us next. We're at, at home to Burnley. Hopefully, we can get a good win in that game. Yeah. Um, then you, you probably think uh, it's going to be a tough one, no matter what. But hopefully, at home, with our home form, hopefully, we should think we should be able to get a win there. Yeah. Um, sure. and got it won't be in a rainy turf more. Like, do you know what I mean? It'll be at Sellers Park. Yeah, they've got Leicester after that at home, which could be an interesting one. But again, you'd like to think Leicester will get a win in that. Um, Newcastle at, away at Brentford that's a huge game yeah um, Tottenham are away at Leeds like we were just saying you think Tottenham will win that but you just never know right now yeah then they've got um, Everton um, week after that so yeah exactly and then you've got Everton away at Man Everton at home to Man City which you just don't I mean at this point I know Spurs got the win against City but at this point you can't really be like you can't be entertaining the idea that Everton are going to beat City right now no not at all um, yeah, I don't know. And then Norwich, Southampton. I can't imagine that Norwich are going to beat Southampton either. Like, Norwich, uh, Southampton have actually had quite a good um, turn of um, form recently. They've got they really uh, unbeaten in the last four and they're in solid tenth. So um, they're only one point behind. Well, they're yeah, one point behind Brighton who are in ninth. So they're doing really well. Um, yeah. Obviously, they're three points uh, in front of you, and they've got a game in hand as well. But yeah, they're looking really good, man. They're looking like a really strong team. They had a bit of a, a crap start to the season as well. Southampton, they're looking. They started yeah, they off quite slowly. They either seem to like, they either seem to have a good start to the season and then fall off, or have a bad start to the season and pick it up. Like yeah. it's never, they can never find consistency in the Southampton team. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they look good. I mean, I quite happily battle it out for that last top ten spot. I don't even know last top ten spot because like. We could Brighton pick up a couple losses, Southampton pick up a loss, we pick up a couple wins. We're right, we're back up into ninth. Oh yeah, you're only four points behind Brighton, so it's yeah, it's yeah, it's not far at all. Um, we're gonna finish, we're gonna finish up our Brighton again this year. I yeah. can feel it. I can feel it. Um, well, that's the thing. Brighton, Brighton got beat three 0 by from uh, by Burnley, so that obviously yeah. big helping hand to you guys. Um, otherwise, they would have extended love their. Uh, for that. Yeah, exactly. And they got they're away they're home to Villa, which could be could go either way at this point. Who knows? Yeah. And then they're away at Newcastle. Really tough game. Um, I mean, we, we're away at Wolves. That's not going to be fucking easy at all. But no. um, but you never know. But you never know. Right. Uh, what's it? And Man United. I guess we're talking about Man United. Might as well. They're a bit on a, bit on a, dry, uh, a bit of a dire run. Obviously, losing in the chat. I guess we should mention Champions League as well. I forget that the Champions League's been oh, on. Yeah. I just um, haven't. But I'm not, not as interested in the Champions League as I used to be. <laughs> Since I was oh, on the I'm just like, I am. I am. Uh, I did watch the uh, PSG Real Madrid game, which was quality. Yeah. Uh, well, it was decent. It was Real Madrid were very disappointed to watch in that game. They were very defensive, just sat back the entire time. The Liverpool Inter game was really good. I think yeah. we spoke about that last time. I on the think podcast, we did. Yeah, we? we briefly mentioned um, both games. Yeah. Watched the Chelsea Lille match, which um, which my dad was at. I was unfortunately not able to go, but he was, was at he? that. It was a really good game. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that was some friends. Um, and then yeah, I didn't didn't get around to watching the Atletico Madrid game versus Man United, but obviously. Man United getting a equaliser quite late on in that game. After uh, I don't know how because the Man United Leeds game we were sort of had it half on at work. Um, it was a weird one. Like United were in control, fully in control, and then let two quick succession goals in. Yeah, like twenty four seconds or something. Off. Yeah, literally like yeah, under half half a minute basically managed to let two goals in to get to two to two all. And then Rangnick brings Fred and Alanga on. Alanga misses an absolute sitter. Yeah. And then Fred scores a great goal and Alanga scores a great goal. Yeah. So it is a it's a tough one. And then he scored a great goal as an equaliser against Atletico Madrid. So I know he's looking quite promising for them at the moment. Hundred um, percent. He's yeah. done uh, he's done quite well since he's been getting some uh, more game time. Um, probably just going to slot straight into that Mason Greenwood void that there is at the moment. Um, I think just, so. Yeah. Take a take the United glory. Um, what's the word? The uh, uh, the I can't remember. 
I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best uh, yeah. spot, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, it could be, but then I don't know. Like the the team that they started against uh, Atletico Madrid, they opted for Lindelof at right back over Wambasaka, which is not okay. great. Which they still playing Harry Maguire somehow. Yeah, he's been terrible. Um, they opted to bring in Rashford again who's not exactly been too fantastic when he's been playing this season. I mean, he's not been horrific, but he's not been great. Yeah, we didn't. He did, but his season didn't start until nah. November, December sort of summer, I think, when he uh, finally um, got over his uh, surgery he had after the Euros. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Um, who knows with that one. But uh, And then Ronaldo, still really not playing amazingly well. Um, yeah, he had a shocker against um, Thingy, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Leeds. Yeah, against Leeds. He was not great against Leeds at all. Um, Bruno seems to be getting better, which is great for Man United. They're going to really need him to be a bit, a bit more on the ball. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Man United. Like, I just... Where are they right now? They're in fourth. They're somehow in fourth, man. Oh, no. That's how bad the rest of the league's been outside that top three. Or maybe even top two now. Chelsea have really dropped off it as well. Yeah. Well, um, yeah they've they're let the title... They're only the four points so. behind... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Behind, uh, um... Yeah, United are only four points behind Chelsea now, so... Liverpool were just not there. City at top with 63, Liverpool in second with 60. It's going to be very close come the end of the season, but who knows? So, like, really, I, I still fancy City to win it. So do I. Um, I just don't... I know they drop points against uh, against Tottenham, but they're not going to do that week in, week out, are they? Let's be realistic. No, exactly. Um, Pep won't let that happen. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, but they're both, obviously, all, both, all teams still in the Champions League at the moment. Um, I mean, City already basically guaranteed to go through yeah. to the next rounds. They're you know, I don't can't see Sporting Lisbon going to uh, the Etihad and winning six nil. Um, <laughs> it'd be incredible if it, it'd be incredible if it <laughs> yeah. does happen. Incredible, I'm here for it if it does happen. But I would like, I'd actually quite like to see City win it this year. As someone that never has a horse in the Champions League race, I always try and pick a, an English team to support, obviously. Yeah. Um, and when you have choice, I would quite like to see Man City actually bring it back this year and finally get that monkey off their back. Yeah, for sure. Um, it would shut up a lot of Liverpool fans. <laughs> yeah. It would shut up a lot of Liverpool fans. If, if City do the double and they win the... Um, if they even do the treble, they yeah, win the FA, FA Cup, Cup as well. the uh, Champions League and the Premier League, that is... Yeah, Liverpool um, fans can't really say too much. That's the thing. Yeah, they should have uh, should have been going for the quadruple. Not the quadruple, the... What's four? Yeah, quadruple. Oh yeah, I'm always thinking five's um, quadruple, but it's quintuple. not quintuple. Yeah. Quintuple, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the quadruple with, with the League Cup, which they're normally guaranteed every year, but uh, which they don't have this year. Um, no, they they messed that up. Exactly. But um, I that's guess right. Liverpool could win that. That could be their consolation prize, the Carabao <laughs> Cup. But Palace are winning the FA Cup anyway, so it doesn't. Matter. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, Man United obviously then they. Uh, oh, they only played the one game, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they beat Brighton 2-0 earlier in the week. But, yeah, that is what it is. But Man United, this week, they're at home to Watford. I'll be honest, with the way Watford played against us, there's no way United can lose to them. Just, I just can't see it. There's no way. Brighton was so bad. Uh, sorry, Brighton. Watford was so bad against us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually quite harsh. It was quite hard watching that game because it was against Roy. And I've got love for Roy, but, oh, my God, they were terrible. There's just nothing about them. Yeah. Well, they got one goal. <laughs> they did, and it was one of them ones where I don't know if you've seen it, no. but it was one of them. It was from a corner, and it was just one of them ones where Sissoko just beats Butland in the air. It was just quite an unfortunate one. Fair enough. Um, but you know, we showed great, great, unbelievable goal. The Mateta goal was good. It was, um, you know, he's just getting better and better. Yeah, every time he's I coming into it. form at the moment, yeah. which is good for he's, you guys. He's Took getting him better a and better while. every time I see him play. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think scored against just... the manager that shunned him out of the team. Yeah, exactly. Funny. But I think it's, since you guys have... Uh, you signed him on a permanent now, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably given a bit of a confidence boost as well. Just knowing, Vieira yeah. loved him. Yeah, that's the thing, knowing that um, he's obviously got... like The manager's got confidence in him. Um, he wants him there, obviously, by signing him on, on a permanent. So I think he's, he'll be happy. Obviously, playing under a French manager as well, I think that's probably going to do quite a lot for his confidence. Um, so, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. And uh, yeah, Wilf with two great goals. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially the second one, the last one was fantastic. Very reminiscent of his goal against um, Brentford, just not as uh, hot bins. 
is that yeah. one. Um, and then Colin Gallagher scoring an absolute uh, unbelievable goal. Like the, the cross from Tyree Mitchell was just fantastic. And he just takes it, takes it past the defender, leaves the defender on an island and he just slams it straight in the top corner. It was a great goal, great finish. And uh, it's just good. Like it's just uh, having Kiate back in that defensive midfield. He's so big and so like just awkward to play against. He just, he makes such a difference for us. Yeah. Um, and having a right back that can run, and I'm not saying Klein's a great player, but Jesus, to have one that can just run and at yeah. least catch up, you know, at least match players for pace has just helped us out dramatically. At least they played really well. It was a shame that he couldn't... came on as well. Got some minutes. Jimmy Mack is back. Will Hughes did play fantastically, though, to be fair, in that game. It was just, um, yeah, they brought Jimmy Mack on. Um, and I feel a bit sorry for Edouard because I think he's actually been really good this season. I don't think there's anything against him why he's not been starting. I think just the way we play yeah. and Mateta's newfound form and Elise being Elise and Zaha becoming undroppable, it's really hard for Edouard to sort of get into it's... the team. Which if you had told me this time last year, Odson Edouard would be having a tough time getting into our team, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's the thing. You guys have now gone from one extreme to the other, I think. Or not having enough sort of good players to be able to sort of consistently put out a, a strong team now it's looking like well you, you've got a, a good problem to have um, as people yeah. say uh, you've got I think maybe one or two many uh, too many good players that you can't get everyone on um, obviously Eze another one um, obviously I know he, he's been coming back from injury but yeah uh, very slowly coming back from injury but obviously he's not exactly getting huge amounts of, uh, of game time at the moment um, he's not looked bad in his time back, but it's just I just think with that midfield right now, with the way that like obviously he's not going to be playing defensive mid, but then with the other two positions, basically his position that he would be playing is where Conor Gallagher's playing right now, and you yeah. cannot drop Conor Gallagher. That's the thing. You can't, like, he's been you can't fantastic. But at um, least when if Conor Gallagher does go back to Chelsea and stays there, or doesn't end up staying at, uh, at Palace, um, then at least you've got you can slot Eze in, and it's not exactly it's not exactly like you're putting someone shit in that place you've still got Eze to put there um, but yeah yeah but I mean we've been looking apparently we're right going in for Edson Alvarez from uh, oh, yeah. Ajax the creative midfielder from Ajax so we'll see what happens with that but uh, who knows um, I don't know what, what will happen with that I mean obviously there's been rumours around Newcastle being interested in, in Eze in the summer for about 45 to 50 million which is a tough one to take I don't know where I sit on that one yeah um, it's a hard one because right now with the way you know coming back from injury you don't know what he's going to be like I probably would take the 50 million if I'm going to be completely honest and just chuck it at Gallagher basically see yeah. what you can do you'd have um, to I think I mean Again, you never know uh, what could happen didn't Mark Gay uh, captain the side for you guys as well he did I was I was going to mention that yes it's his first time captaining the uh, the uh, Palace side which I think I've said on this podcast that he is a future Palace captain before yeah. Um, and it was his first game as, as the captain and I mean, he's a great great young defender and just hoping that he gets a shout in that England team come the World Cup but you know with the way the centre-backs the English centre-backs are playing right now I don't see why he wouldn't oh yeah he has uh, to <laughs> I think we mentioned this last week him and Ben White have got good chances of being of being picked and uh but, but I would like to see Tamori, Gay, and Ben White get put into that team like yeah. that's what I'd like to see a lot I think if, but, if you're going to take how, how many do you normally take like centre backs would you say what four, four, four yeah uh... but then obviously Max Kilman as well like he's been playing really well for Wolves um, I know Gareth's been eyeing him as well so it's tough like maybe I don't know like can you really justify playing Stones and Maguire right now if you're going to go on Foreman but you can't really can yeah you? I know but that's the thing Gareth it's not It's not always about form sorry it's more about yeah form not just a name and stuff like that but then he doesn't yeah. pick players that are in form um, I think we mentioned this last week as well if Tyron Mings goes to that World Cup it's fucking travesty I'll be gutted mate I'll be gutted <laughs> fucking travesty oh, right. you definitely shouldn't but... yeah I don't really want to see Connor Cody on that list either no but yeah I know, he went to, I know he went to the Euros and that but I'd, I'd rather see like yeah like a gay Tamori Ben White, one of these, or Kilman, one of these players get a chance in the team. Yeah, um, it was. Um, I think before Everton were doing so bloody awful. Um, Godfrey was obviously uh, a name that was being mentioned. Yeah, and Godfrey, but away. yeah, he's uh, had a quite a, a big downhill uh, downward slope recently. No, he's not even starting for Everton right now. No, um, is he yeah. injured? Because he's not on the bench either, actually. Potentially, yeah. But yeah, I think but... Uh, if. Uh, uh, the, the friendlies and what is it? Are they friendlies in the next? Yeah, they are. Friend, the friendlies in the uh, in the next month will be um, quite key, I think, just to 
Gareth testing the waters with some other players. I'd like to see, well, I assume it will be within the next couple of weeks, we'll find out um, obviously who's going to be, what team he's selected for these friendlies. Um, I'd like to see uh, Ben White, Gay, a couple of those um, guys, and Tamori as well. Just get really like to see um, Carl Walker-Peters get a shout as well, or Liv Ramento. Like They've been really solid for Southampton in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, would be quite interesting to see them, but it's, tough, it's tougher with those wing back positions. Yeah, definitely. I think we've obviously where they've got Chilwell's not going to be there, um, so there might be a bit, a bit more of an open position. Um, Luke Shaw is particularly yeah, great. I was about to say Luke Shaw is very much hot and cold at the moment, so can't really 100% rely on him. But I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'd like to see Livermore go. He's a he's a good young player. Um, I still think maybe he's got another year or so before he maybe break into that England squad um, but who knows But a lot can, it's pretty much nearly a year until the World Cup anyway because it's not until December so we've got exactly. the best part of 11, uh, 10, 11 months and so. it could be quite surprising with the uh, choices that go because like you never know like another year on Tyreek Mitchell could get a call up Yeah. Um, like I said Carl Walker-Peters at that left back spot is he left back? yeah he is isn't he? Yeah. I yeah Carl Walker-Peters in that left back spot could definitely get a call up so yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens, but, you know, I can't see the likes of, like, I just don't see how you justify it. Obviously, Chilwell would probably be the starter right now if he's fully fit and flying, because he was playing unbelievably well in yeah, the, uh, the beginning of the season. And Reese James was as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's picked up a little knock, but then how do you Right now, how do you start anyone over Trent? Because Trent's been fantastic. That's, yeah, um, but then there's also um, Carl Walker, who's and then yeah. that you can't you can't miss off. Uh, Trippy has also been doing pretty well since he's been at Newcastle. Another name that you can't you, it's hard to ignore. Um, mm -hmm. Like like we said a minute ago, it's, it's a it's a it's a good problem to have having these. It's so many options and stuff. Um, but yeah, you just never know what Gareth's going to do. Really, yeah, you want him to make the right decision, but. I don't know, no matter no matter what who he picks, there's always going to be people that are going to be pissed off and going to think he's oh, made yeah. the wrong decision. So, um, of course, there's so many sofa managers out there that oh, yeah. just mean that they're doing the job. But uh, we did obviously Palace did not all amazing double week for us. We did pick, we did get really unfortunate and not um, not picking up a point against Chelsea at yeah. uh, Sellers Park. Uh, obviously, with a hacking Ziyech late goal. Um, but the, probably the funniest thing of the entire game was um, Lukaku. Seven oh, touches yeah. over the whole game. The Crystal Palace Two boy had eight in the first touches. Half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was terrible. And, and I have to say, like, I've been seeing so much about this online, about like saying, "Oh, Lukaku this, Lukaku that." I was like, not once have they ever commended the Palace uh, Gay and Anderson. Not once have they said, "Oh, well, could it not have been something to do with that?" You know, yeah. locking, you know, locking him down. Because um, I was watching the game, and I tell you what, he was non-existent. He, there was no opportunity to get the ball to it. Yeah. Anderson and Gay were on him all game. Um, it was really unfortunate that, uh, that the goal happened with a slight. I don't know. It was a tough one. It was like could Klein have not um, closed um, Alonso down quicker, and, and Tyreek Mitchell maybe was just unfortunate that he gave Ziyech a little bit too much room to work with. It was it was a tough one to take, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think particularly Chelsea play particularly well. I think Christian Pulisic, man. That brother has fallen off a cliff. <laughs> Did you I see just... his little celebration? Oh my God, yeah, he's awful. The, oh, the, he's the gritty or whatever it is. Uh, um, I don't know what it's called, but just stop. Yeah, they do it in American football a lot, and it looks really sick when they do it in American football. Not yeah, so it much when it's a football player on a, a you know, Christian Pulisic on that uh, to say. Elanga do it as well the other day. I think Elanga did it, yeah, the other day. But he, say he, when, I think um, he pulled it off a little bit better, but yeah. uh, Christian Pulisic was just awful. Captain America. But, uh, <laughs> I know this won't, this won't mean anything to you, Ollie, but when the likes of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, who are oh, wide yeah. receivers in the NFL, are doing it, Good it looks fucking on. sick. Looks fucking sick, right? But when, yeah, when Alanga and Pulisic are doing it, not doesn't look too great. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> no. um, especially with the form that both. Well, I, not, Pulisic more than Alanga. At least Alanga's been actually playing pretty well, pretty yeah. decently. So, uh, or taking his chances. Pulisic's been absolutely nowhere for the last however long, the last few months. Um, Every time I think of Pulisic, I always think of that uh, that TV show, that porn stars TV show. 
uh, that I sent the link to oh in the my group God, chat yeah. with the, the sign Pulisic um, um, shirt in the, the frames and everything, and this guy's yeah. giving it the big one about Pulisic. Like now Michael he's, Jordan or something, wasn't it? Michael no, Jordan he said he's being compared to um, Messi and Ronaldo. Like, oh, yeah, who? that's it. That's it. That's it. It's like, yeah, who's doing that? Americans, basically. <laughs> Americans that don't know nothing about the game. But, yeah. Um, God. but yeah, I mean, uh, looking forward to the, the week. Oh, I guess we, we have to talk about Liverpool. I'm sorry, we yeah. have brushed over Liverpool. Nine games, uh, nine goals, sorry, scored in, and one conceded in the last two games. Was looking a bit shaky there in the uh, first game, the Norwich game, you know, going a goal down to Norwich just after half time. Yeah. Was looking, okay, maybe they're going to step up, but no, you know, quick succession. You get the 54, uh, the 64th, 67th minute. They go to, you know, the Mane Salah, 2 1 up, and then Luis Diaz getting a goal, who was fit seamlessly. Yeah. seamlessly into this Liverpool team is quite scary actually now um, yeah it's class with Jota going out with an injury now you're looking at it like oh okay I mean it is a big miss because Jota has probably been aside from Salah been their best player yeah this definitely. season but um, yeah, it's just unfortunate that uh, that he couldn't do um, that he has picked up the injury but you look there it doesn't really matter because Diaz has come in and he's been absolutely boss um, so fair play to him, Mane, obviously, and then you got the six goal thriller um, yeah. against Leeds, beating uh, with goal two goals from Salah, two goals from Mane, Van Dijk, and Matip. Matip's was like a striker's goal as well. Come on, um, uh, come on, Van Dijk, get me some fantasy points. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I had uh, Allison in goal. That was all I had from that game. Nice. Um, but luckily, I had Potato and Wilf. So oh, that did me, yeah, that did be pretty all right. But yeah. it's close. It's right on a fine margin right now with the uh, this uh, my game and my game and uh, Jacobs. I'm playing against average, and obviously this kind of double game week thing is really not helping me because obviously no, everyone's imagine. getting so many more points. <laughs> so uh, I think there's only eight points between me and average at the moment. But I've got Saka and Ben White to play again as well tonight. So hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we'll get some uh, get some decent points from those two. I'm just having a look at the running. The 10th of April was a huge game. That is Man the last Man City-Liverpool game Yeah. at the Etihad. I'm looking at the running because obviously Liverpool are only currently three points off City. Yeah. Uh, on the same amount of games, they're only three points off City. They've still got to play West Ham, Arsenal, United, City. Um, they've got the Everton game. and I know Everton haven't been too great, but it's a it's a rivalry, it's a, so you never know. Derby, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tottenham and Wolves still two, to play all of those games are in the top 8 every yeah, single one of those that, teams is got, in the top 8 they've still got some tough games whereas City oh, City still got left to play so the next game we get so still got to play but it's not we're not going to count that one because it's not a Merseyside derby they still got to play United they've got a, yeah, United. Uh, United they've got Liverpool yeah. Wolves I mean we did beat them at the Etihad I mean who does that <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, and then West Ham, they still so they've got probably an easier run in than Liverpool. Slightly easier, yeah, I think. Slightly easier, but it's on a knife set right now. Like who? Really, the uh, the easiest one of that. Oh, the uh, team sheets are out. Oh, yeah. that's up again. Uh, oh, it's not loaded on my screen yet. Oh yes, no, Tommy Asu. Nice. Oh, and he's not on the bench as well. He's not on the bench as well, so I'm going to get my eight points from uh, Cresswell off the bench in my fantasy league. Fantastic. Nice. Saka and Ben um, White are starting. So just for yeah, the listeners, so we've got uh, oh, Aaron Ramsdale in goal. Uh, Cedric, Ben White, Gabriel, and Tierney is a back four. Um, Partey and Xhaka. Kaya Saka, Martinelli, Martin Odegaard, and Lacazette. Um, nice. And for the Wolves, I've got the Wolves, sorry. Uh, Jose Sarr in goal, then Semedo, Kilman, Cody, Sice, and Nate Nori make up the back five. Uh, Neves and Moutinho in the midfield too, obviously. And then, oh, uh, Ch uh, Huang starting. And then you got Jimenez and Podence, obviously, who you, who you would imagine. Yeah. I think, who's Huang's taken? Uh, I'd like to see in... uh, about the fact that um, uh, Zach Swanson and Amari Hutchinson are on the bench for Arsenal. Amari Hutchinson is a great little player. Nice. Oh, I'm very happy that. Uh... Oh, I'm so happy that um, Tommy Asu. Tommy Asu ain't playing, bro. Get those eight point eight points off the bench. Nice. For, um... So yeah, hopefully that will get me closer to beating Jacob this week. I just gotta pray that you guys 
basically, I, I just need Arsenal to go mental and have a fucking great game tonight. Um, <laughs> but that, that makes me that makes me scared. Um, but yeah, just before we go, we'll clean up the rest of the game. So obviously, like we said, we've got this game this week against obviously Arsenal Wolves. Uh, get, we'll get a quick um, prediction. Now you've seen the team sheets and everything like that. What would you sort of think prediction score sheet wise? Oh, good question. Um... I'm gonna go two 0 Arsenal. Two 0 Arsenal. I would love to see that. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to see that as well. Um, Saka getting a goal, or well, maybe two. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, for sure. I think Ramsdale's gonna be huge in this. Oh yeah, definitely. Huge. And just hopefully, it's quite funny. Actually, I do really want to watch this now that Martinelli's back uh, um, in this game against Wolves. Obviously, last time out was a bit of a ropey one for him. Hopefully, yeah. he's learnt. Um, starting as well so yeah exactly uh, so it'd, be, it'd definitely be interesting but then so we got the last sort of games Southampton Norwich tomorrow as much as Norwich intrigue me and they and they can be a little bit frisky at times I just the way Southampton are playing right now I can't yeah, see them for sure I can't see them uh, letting up um, so yeah I'll go with Southampton win on that you go back that as well Southampton, Southampton. Win, yeah. Leeds Tottenham is interesting but I just kind of briefly mentioned it earlier um, yeah I think I Tottenham think be... should should get a win on uh, on that game, but I agree, I agree. But you never know. Like, I'm just going to back a Tottenham win because they, they, that's what has to happen. Yeah. If Conte's still the manager, Tottenham win. I'm um, going to say Leeds win just because I can't back Tottenham. But I, I, rate that. <laughs> I do rate that highly. Uh, Brentford Newcastle. I will have, to, despite the Trippier injury and the absence of Trippier, I do. That Brentford have been so atrocious this last few weeks and, and, and Newcastle won a real high so I will back Newcastle to get the win Same. there I'd agree I could see a draw actually to be fair this could be a nil-nil draw like nothing happens in this game um, yeah well can't look, can't look past that Trippier's been uh, their, their goal machine at the moment <laughs> yeah and from free kicks it's like yeah, that just doesn't that just doesn't last yeah uh, Palace Burnley I am obviously going to back the Palace here I think we're going to win I think we're going to win 2-1 or 2-0 um, but as an impartial mind, I'd like to hear from you what you think of that, considering the two form of these teams. Yeah, um, uh, so it's a I'll, yeah, I'll agree with the Palace win, really. I think, I think it's going to probably... be really tough. I am yeah, worried. I think it'll be I a tough game. I think, it'll be a t- I think it might even be, only be 1-0. Um, yeah. Because obviously, you know yeah. what Burnley are like. They play very defensive um, football. Um, it'll be draw. Yeah. No, I reckon you guys will, will get the win. I hope so, man. 1-0. One nil. Okay, I'll back it. Uh, Villa Brighton at Brighton. Obviously, I would have different feelings about this game, considering Villa's recent run of form. They haven't been very good, but Brighton getting beaten like they got beaten at home to Burnley. Yeah, was pre- like three 0 and they never really looked like they were going to do anything in that game. Um, I, I'm going to back Villa for the win. I think their Gerrard's team bounces back, and they get like a, maybe like a two nil or a two one. Um, Brighton's still really struggling for goals, so yeah. it's hard to see them winning any game at the moment. Um, Definitely. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I think, yeah, Brighton are just a bit off at the moment, really. Um, yeah, Everton, no, not Everton, Villa to get uh, Villa to get the win. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like that as well. Although Villa will stay below us with a draw, but with a loss, but yeah, yeah. I want to come up with Brighton more than anything. Um, Man United, Watford. I am back in United. I can't even entertain the idea of Watford doing anything after the horror show that was against us they just have nothing about them man they have a really disappointing team like if you're a Watford fan right now you just must be so disheartened with how this team is looking it's been the only good thing about that team at the moment is uh, Emmanuel Dennis yeah Emmanuel Dennis yeah for sure Josh King is one of the biggest I know is it not Josh King it's I'm not thinking of Josh King Andre Gray he's still there isn't he I think so yeah yeah he's been a real big pretender for them for the last few years, Josh King is okay. It's mainly Saar as well has fallen off a cliff. Yeah, he had a really good start to the season, but has done not Ooh, much yeah. since then. Um, um, yeah, I think ugh, just for the top four race, I'd like to see Watford win. But um, yeah, <laughs> but I, I think United will probably get the win here. Yeah, for sure, I'll back United win. Speaking City, of United, Everton, sorry, um, oh, to see uh, Pogba looked most disappointed after getting um, taken off the other day. He was uh, being consoled on the bench, but again, I think Tottenham. Uh, yeah. I think um, Pogba is like uh, what I was saying about Tottenham earlier. Just a bit of deadwood that they need to get rid of now. 
The um, thing is, he actually looks like he looks really good when he plays for them. But I think he's playing. Re I think he's playing well because he doesn't care. Yeah. He's so relaxed. And he's just out of his own head and all this. Like he just doesn't care. Like he's getting shipped off at the end of the year. We all know that. Yeah. So sure. I'd probably end up Madrid. Go to Madrid on free. Madrid will probably end up with Haaland, Mbappe, and Pogba in the summer. Yeah, and <laughs> only paying for one of them. Yeah, exactly. Literally paying for one of them. Um, so yeah, it should be interesting. But I, I don't know. I think yeah, back in United to win that one. Everton City, despite it being at Goodison Park, I think City will run them over. Um, I know we said this about Spurs, but that was a bit of an anomaly. We gotta be honest, and there was yeah, a I lot of luck played. As that. much as it hate, I hate to say it, I think Spurs have got something over Everton at the moment. So, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. They've got <laughs> Harry Kane and Scott. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the manager, like and uh, Harry Winks. Yeah, oh, of course, of course, <laughs> Harry Winks. But I don't know, man. Like they've bought these players at Everton, and like when you're in a relegation battle, is really the first name that's on your transfer list, Deli Alley? Yeah, not really. Where's he shown the fight and the tenaciousness to get? better and to improve his team he hasn't no not at all he hasn't so yeah I don't know and Lampard is I mean I'm so happy we didn't get Lampard in that yeah in I think if job. if everything ended up getting relegated Lampard's probably going to get the sack and then Lampard just I don't needs... know if he will because I think that championship will be a little happy spot for him well that's the yeah I was about to say he, well, look, I was about to and he better hope he don't say. He better hope he don't because I don't see if he gets sat from Everton, I don't see how he gets another Premier League job. Well, that's the thing. Going I was about to contradict myself really like by saying he, uh, I reckon he'll get the sack and then end up managing a uh, Championship club, but no, <laughs> they will be a Championship club, so he'll just stay there. I kind of get what you mean though, because the Everton Mashiri that and like Bill Kenwright that obviously Mashiri the owner, Kenwright yeah. the, the one of the directors on the board, um, they uh, they are so gun ho and so just do not have a vision for the team yeah that um, he could well get fired despite being a perfectly good championship manager potentially. yeah although he had a lot of his disposal at derby and didn't get them promoted but that's not something we're going to go into right now well to I mean, be fair it took brentford quite a while to get relegated what they hit the playoffs three times before they got promoted that's true they didn't have mason mountain for kyle tomori though that's true <laughs> yeah but true. yeah um they had ivan too. and then <laughs> And yeah, they did have Ivan, and they had Ben Rama to be fair. So it's yeah. not like they haven't had, but and Ollie Watkins, which the, he obviously did end up coming up. Did he come up with them? Yeah, yeah, he did. He, and then, he, but he yeah. left the summer, didn't he? Yeah, to That's go it, yeah. Um, but, um, Chelsea Leicester's been postponed, which is quite a shame. Yep. Uh, and West Ham Wolves, which I think could be a really good game. I think that'd be quite an interesting one, really. But then also, uh, I could see that being a nil-nil or one-one. Yeah, I think they're kind of on a level at the moment, but it just depends on if Jared Bowen turns up. And yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. Another player that has to go to the World Cup for sure. Um, I think Sterling's got that left down. So, like, I just don't see how Sterling gets that left taken But that right spot right now, that right wing spot, I think is a uh, just a battle between Saka and Bowen. Like whoever's going to take that starting spot right now, it, it, I'd be fine with either. I think I'd probably edge it to Bowen right now, just on recent form. But Saka obviously. He's just as good, would, if not better, anyway. It would be so it, maybe fairly similar to what we saw at the Euros. I think not many people expected to Saka, uh, Saka to yeah. actually start as much as he did in the Euros. Um, but obviously, he's got a lot more England experience now than, than Bowen does. So, um, who knows? It just depends on how he performs on the international level as well. But so we've still got a long time before the World Cup and before the, those sort of decisions need to be made. So, it could be by the time uh, that conversation's had or when the announcement's made that it would be a travesty if Jared Bowen goes because he's been awful ever since now but I hope not because he's been he's been great so yeah, far um, so I'd like to see him get sort of what he deserves really and get that England call up but um, um, slightly going back to uh, Ivan Tony, um did you see Mitrovic has uh, broken his record uh, Ivan Tony's yes, record yes I did in the championship and in, in quite a lot 14 like, in quite more a games to play games. 14 yeah, more games to go. play and he's there already beaten his record. That, that, that record stood for ages and then Ivan Tony broke it last year. Mitrovic is like, nope. The thing is, with me, like, what do you do if you're Fulham? Do you roll the dice again with Mitrovic in the Premier League? Because he's proven time and time again he doesn't do it. No, not at all. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Um, but then they spent quite a lot of money um, last time they came up, didn't they? Was it last time or the time yeah, before that they it. came up and they did? Not, yeah, the time up. before. They spent like a hundred like, mil or something, didn't they? Like Andre Scherler and that. <laughs> yeah, Andre Scherler, <laughs> bloody hell. Yeah. 
Um, but they are current. I'm just looking at it. Oh, we'll go through this last Premier League thing and we'll have a little bit of championship chat just to see it off how we think it's going to. And Burnley Leicester. Um, I yeah. think Leicester will win, but uh, you know, going to Turf Moor, like I've set up opted for Palace because we're at Sellers Park, but going to Turf Moor is just not, not easy for any team. Um, especially on a rainy Tuesday night. Exactly. Like you never know. What is the weather supposed to be like on Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know, but it is. It's a Tuesday night, so <laughs> the weather in Burnley yeah. on Tuesday well, is it ref- raining. Well, the weather in London is the weather in where I am is raining. So if it's raining where I am, I can imagine it's definitely raining in Burnley. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, uh, fair play. I think yeah, that's it's a tough one, you know. I'll back Leicester just because they are the better team. Yeah, but uh, I could—that's th- an upset spot for Leicester, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what happens. But uh, right, that's enough Premier League chat for us today. Let's have a little bit look at the Championship before we go. Obviously, the uh, the, the race for the uh, the playoffs and the promotional spots to fair are is looking pretty tasty. Fulham have got it wrapped up at the top of the league. Yeah, they've, sure. uh, they've, won, the, they've won the league already. Um, and then it's basically sort of sort of open play between like the likes of Bournemouth who are currently second on 58 and you've got QP- somehow QPR in third with 56 QPR are actually sub- doing surprisingly yeah. well at the moment Mental. and then Huddersfield they're, they're not in the um, FA Cup anymore um, either no, they've they got knocked, knocked out of the FA Cup so they've oh, you've got to really concentrate now on uh, on the championship yeah I mean fair um, play if they can get promoted that would be fantastic for them Yeah. Uh, and another little London derby for us boys but uh, and then Huddersfield fifty six in fourth, and then but uh, Blackburn fifty four in fifth, and then even Sheffield United fifty three in sixth, and then Middlesbrough you've got fifty two in seventh, and Luton maybe just out in eighth for fifty one. It's but there's so only that, ten that points between the uh, for, for the uh, playoffs. It's, it's crazy. There's ten points between second and tenth at the moment. So yeah, it's a bit nuts. with another fourteen odd games to play. So. Could go anywhere. Yeah, it could still change up quite a lot. It'll be very interesting to see what happens, really. Um, I'd love out of those lot that I'm currently looking at that are within the chance of getting up. Fulham, you can't ignore. They they have to be coming up. So mm. that's one spot. But I would quite like to see maybe like a Blackburn and Middlesbrough. But quite then, like are they gonna, I'd love, definitely like to see Blackburn come up. Yeah, I think yeah. It's been a minute for me. Blackburn are the, are the one team out of all of those I actually really want to see back in the prem because uh, yeah, like you say, it's been it's been quite a while. Um, it's been a minute. Middlesbrough, yeah, if I wouldn't mind them coming coming up. Um, it's just some old faces, isn't it? Yeah, we definitely. Premier League for a little while. Yeah, God, it's been ages since Blackburn were in the prem. Blackburn Rovers. Back when they had Morgan Gamps Pedersen. <laughs> What a name. Was, yeah. um, that's the only one I can remember right now. Yeah. Didn't they have um, Brad Friedel for a while? They did. They also had... Um, I can't remember what his bloody name was. Uh, I was just looking at the, through some of their uh, team uh, here. I saw Joe Rothwell, but I, I just saw Jay Rodwell. <laughs> I just thought it was Jack Rodwell for a second. But what? He's playing in Australia or something. When was the last time Blackburn won the Premier League? Uh, the 11 12 season, okay. Whoa, Let's have a good look. 10 years. That's crazy. Uh, right. God. Okay, so they had yeah Paul Robinson in goal back oh, then. Oh, goodness. Uh, Christopher Samba. Ooh. Scott Dan. <laughs> See it, the young Scott Dan, only 24 at the time. Jeez. You got Grant Handley. He's still playing at Norwich now. Um, he's still at Norwich. Yeah, he's, he's starting for Norwich. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of Grant Holt. Grant Holt, yeah. Martin Olsen, the left back. Yeah. Um, Salgado, Michelle Salgado. Yeah. Stephen and Zonzi was playing for Blackburn. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, Morton Gams Pedersen. Uh, who was I thinking of? Oh, Brett Emerton. Bloody hell. Jeez. Uh, David Dunn, obviously. Junior Hoylet. Uh, Yakubu. That's oh, what I was thinking yes. of. Yakubu. Jason Roberts as well was another one that I was thinking of. Big um, Yakubes. Yeah, man like Yakubu. What a baller he was. Um, obviously, gone to, was he at Everton prior? Or was he at Everton after? 
Um, prior. No, he was at Everton before. He yeah. was at Everton before. Um, yeah, what a player he was, man. You do be. But uh, but yeah, it should be an interesting race at the end of the uh, championship window. Obviously, we are all hoping Reading are just sitting outside that relegation zone. Yeah, all, I was just about to mention that. All hoping that Reading can stay up. I would like to see Derby stay up as well, but we are all hoping that Reading yeah. stay up. If we're going to be honest, that's it. Um, we, we've got can't kick Harry off the podcast because no, it will happen. Not. It will happen if it, they get. Uh, I mean, it's no fault of our own. Yeah. Bad enough um, that we've got someone that supports a championship team in uh, League One. That's it, mate. That's it. That's it. Uh, and bad enough, we've got a Liverpool fan. Well, I guess not really anymore. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's it for us, isn't it? I think today. Yeah. yeah um, pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much looking forward to a good weekend of football. Looking forward to the game tonight. Monday Arsenal. Away with a win. I just, yeah, I need a couple goals from Arsenal just for my fantasy league and nothing from, uh, from Wolves. But, uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Thanks, Oli, for being here with me again today. No um, we're going to try and do set up in the coming weeks, as I think it is just going forward for the next few weeks. I think it is going to be myself and just myself and Oli. So we're going to try and do set up, maybe just get together and, and actually be in the same room together doing this sort of thing rather than over Zoom. Exactly. We don't know how that we, we, don't, we don't really know the logistics of that right now, but we will figure it out and uh, we will, you know, you might be seeing it sooner rather than later or later rather than sooner. You never know. Um, <laughs> at some point, maybe. Yeah, at some point, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we won't put any promises out there because we don't know if we can keep it. But uh, yeah, thanks everyone for watching it and make sure to like, subscribe, rate, uh, uh, hit notification bell. You know where we are: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Instagram, all those good web, all those good sites, social medias. Follow us and uh, yeah, we'll see you next Thursday, I guess, or next thanks. whenever, next whenever. Week. We'll next week, next yeah. week. We will. Um, yeah, we should probably start posting on it on social media what day on the week that we are. We should just start posting on social media anyway. We should start posting on social media. Yeah, that's a great idea. We say it every week, and maybe one week we'll actually start doing it. Who knows? But, um, people will be weirded out if we start doing it at this point. Yeah. God, if you um, had someone to do social wait, media what, for you guys, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we will we will get on it, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. All right, bye. Peace.